This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice. Here we are, another episode of Five for Fruit. I've got five minutes to teach you something that's going to hopefully help you grow in your Christian faith. Here's a question for you. Is everyone a child of God? Now, this is a very popular way of thinking, very popular in the all roads lead to Rome type mentality that we all are believing in God in our own ways, and we're all going to end up in the same eternal destination because we're all God's children. Well, how do we answer that question biblically? I want to say yes and no. Yes, in the sense that we all have our life in God. We're all created by God. Paul is in the city of Athens preaching at the Areopagus against their idolatry to the unknown God, right? If you know the story. And he said this in Acts chapter 17, verses 28 and 29. Listen closely to a couple of key phrases. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man." Offspring, that's the key word there. You see, Paul in this moment is calling upon his knowledge of God's covenantal relationship with all of mankind through the first man, Adam. We can know this because in verse 26 of the same chapter, he said this, And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the faces of the earth. That one man is Adam. And we can see this relationship even more clearly in his argumentation about this fallen sinful nature in Romans chapter 5 verse 12 he says this therefore just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin and so death spread to all men because all sinned in that sense we're all in a covenantal relationship with God as his child but that relationship is a relationship of condemnation so that leads us to the second part no in the sense that we aren't all children of God in the same way That is, if we remain in the first Adam, him functioning as what Reformed theologians call our federal head, we are children of wrath, according to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 3. It says this, Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But... If we are transferred from the kingdom of darkness, that is, our federal head being Adam, into the kingdom of God's beloved Son, the second Adam, the eschatological Adam, Jesus Christ, then becomes our new federal head. And John chapter 1 talks about this in verses 12 to 13 in his prologue. He says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So is everyone a child of God? Yes, but not everyone is a child of God in the same way. So if you are listening to this podcast today, I pray you can say with the Apostle Paul what he said in Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. This has been Carrie Gephardt with Five for Fruit. I pray 
that you will bear more fruit to the glory of God. Till next time. You've been listening to Five for Fruit with Kerry Gephardt, a once-weekly five-minute podcast about the gospel culture and the Christian life from a Reformed perspective. The podcast seeks to encourage fellow believers to grow in the grace and knowledge of their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, by creating biblical, challenging, convicting, and encouraging media. You can download the podcast on all major podcast catchers, and you can find out more about Carrie and the podcast, as well as read articles at fiveforfruit.com. You can also follow Five for Fruit on Facebook. Until next time, this has been Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.